Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp, you'll laugh, and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. G'day. And Matt Bradshaw. Oh, there's a delay. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to, well, this is the new millennium. This is episode 101. And uh, here we are being Dalmatians. What's, um, what kind of weird rabbit hole have we gotten ourselves into here? Well, I don't know what you've heard about my experience on the Gold Coast so far, but there hasn't been any of that. No? You haven't been hanging out with any Warrens? No. no. <laughs> hey, Warren. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know anyone called Warren. Do you not know any? I do. I know a few Warrens. They're good, good dudes. Do you? Yeah. Is anyone called Warren anymore? Well, the people that were called Warren previously are still You know what I mean? I mean Warren. new individuals on the planet. I don't think Warren gets bandied about as a new person name. Yeah. It goes in cycles, though, doesn't it? Like, uh, like now, nowadays, there's lots of um, traditional names again. Hmm. I don't know. Like Archie. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, William and Harry. And the other princes well, over there. Mm, uh, mm. I only know two princes, William and Harry, and the Spin Doctors. That's three. That's three, three princes. princes. Yep. Very good. And Very counting. Good. Thank you. That's why I'm here. That's why. Wherever I am. Well, where are you? You're in uh, the Gold Coast. I am. Yeah, I'm on the Gold Coast. And the weather here is spectacular. Beautiful. Blue skies. It's about 25 degrees outside. I've uh, I've um, had a couple of drinks to grease the funny machine, so I'm feeling frisky. Sugar, wow. Um, is it the same time up there as it is down here? It's three thirteen, apparently. Yeah, same here. <clears throat> okay, good. Ah, um, I had a I had one of those um, ridiculous conversations. When I say conversations, um, uh, what I mean is a voicemail that I left with someone. Uh, which is like a conversation, but there's only one person involved, and that person is me, uh, that I left with my property manager earlier today, which involved things like, um, sorry, Mr. Cole, uh, look, I'm about to head into a meeting, but that'll be finished at about half past two. Well, that's half past two my time. I don't know if the time's different between here and... I know you're in Queensland as well. All right, good. Uh, Good talk. Um, I'm really sorry to have left this. uh, Just call me when you've got it. Oh, bye. One of those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's in Queensland as well. Sounds like a, sounds like uh, the kind of conversations I have with myself all the time. I th- oh, you, really? I think it it's about like, time zones. Like, no, just a bit. The conversations like, oh, I really need to go to the post office to get some stamps to send that thing. It's like oh, I've already got stamps. I don't know if I've got stamps. Maybe I should look. Where would I keep stamps if I? Oh no, I don't have that thing I used to keep the stamps in. You don't say that, it out loud though, do you? Well, I do. You know why? Because I'm a dog owner. And when you've got a dog, you talk to yourself, but you pretend you're talking to the dog. It's like, hey, Sprocket, where did I put my... You're not really asking Sprocket for his input. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, that's weird. 
Yeah. Do you want to go for a walk, mate? Which was really like, I want to go for a walk. Will you come? Of course you'll come. You're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So why, why are you in um, the Gold Coast today? Are why you, am I? Yeah. Have you gone to berate all those um, uh, li- liberal voters that our... Um, which is funny because it's liberal voters, but all our liberal friends are uh, brokenhearted ab- about. <laughs> oh, it's so confusing. Seeing, uh, <laughs> the difference between a small L liberal and a, and a large L oh. liberal is, is quite, not only difficult to say, as I think I just adequately demonstrated, but also difficult to reconcile. Yeah, well, yeah, it's certainly. Liberal is no longer the liberal. Mm. No, you haven't gone to do that. You've gone to do what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I haven't done that. Uh, I haven't actually spoken about politics very much in the time I've been up here, uh, surprisingly enough. Um, I am up here, uh, one, in my capacity as the musical director of Dracula's to check in on the show. One, two, I, I, I liked it. In, uh, in, my, <laughs> in my capacity as musical director for Stuart Reeve, um, who was the lead in Rebel, the show that we did at the Melbourne Spiegel tent in Collingwood and then the month at the Adelaide Fringe. So it was to have a chat with him about future plans um, and to, uh, yeah, talk about what's coming up for him and um, some ideas I've got about where uh, his career might go from here with my involvement. Nice. And where it fucking won't if he doesn't. <laughs> ah, that one. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I had dinner with the production manager of Drax last night, which was... Um, Great, yeah. Cool. So that's all. So it's that was um that was mostly social last night. So yeah, it's it's you know it's seventy five twenty five work social. Right. Um, and then I come I'm back about, tomorrow. Excuse me while I move this eyelash from your nose. Quite weird, you know. A sometimes, phrase I someone, haven't heard for at least twenty four hours. Someone, you know, sometimes when you're with someone and you really want to tell them, they've got. You've got, you've got something on your face, but now when you're, it's a screen face, I can actually just remove it without it bothering you. <laughs> I had a quick, that's nice. I had a quick drink on the way here uh, at an outdoor bar and it was just, I just, I can just see a tiny image of myself up in the top corner of your screen and I can see how beautiful and bronzed I look. That's all. It is much. Does uh, you do look more beautiful and bronzed than you did during sound video check? Oh yeah, it was yeah. bright. <laughs> I, I thought we'd need more light. I, I kind of thought this little because I'm just we're just doing this on my. Uh, I'm doing it at my end on my laptop, and I thought we'd need a bit more light. So I'm doing it on, I literally on my just... laptop too. Yeah. yeah. Have you got lights on you though? I have a light in front of my fi- face there. Well. You know what they say, there is a light there. In front of your face. Inside of us, somewhere. <laughs> it's a weird place to put think, it. I, think, I mean, I think thankfully there's no that. incandescent bulbs anymore. Yes, they do. Well, one wise man said it. They did. Oh, well, he took it back eventually. Um, what else has been happening, Matt? This is, I've never done much of this uh, person somewhere else talking. So it's a bit, I've seen some of them before. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we said we would um, never do it, didn't we? Well, early on, but now for we've... the best part of two years, we didn't. But needs must when the devil vomits on your eider down. <laughs>
True. Um, and of course, uh, I'll be in Europe in in a scant less than two months' time. And if we uh, if we make a commitment to do something and we continue to do it, then we're going to have to do it. I agree. I like that. It's what I like about uh, having done this. I think uh, that means I have to take this fucking 2011 steam powered iMac with me, MacBook with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and it's weird. You go to European countries and you don't really know whether or not to drink the water. I'm, I think, I think I'm going to have to buy water to put in this one because mm, I don't know. It's that steam powered. Can't you just put, yeah. uh, can't you just put it above a kettle and have the kettle boil and, no, it actually requires water. It, it boils its own water. It's like it's actually like a steam engine. Oh, cool! It's, so it's, a, it's, it's got a little yeah, it's got a little wood fire under it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite amazing. Uh, if you it's amazing, are you, it still are you going to the UK at all? Because you could just run it on coal. If you go to the UK, they've still got coal mines there. Don't you start with me about the election? Oh, mate, you're um, in, you're in Queensland. There's plenty of coal there. <laughs> uh. I am going to the UK. You are? Yeah. You're going to I London? I am going to London. Um, going to stay with Anna. Yeah, great. Who now listens to the podcast. It took her a long time to get on board. I wonder if she's got... I don't know if she's just listening to them as they come. I don't know if she's gone back far enough yet to hear me berating her for not listening to them. <laughs> I, I do know some people who started on the most recent and they're working way back in the middle. Like, so they've started oh, wow. the and then started at the beginning, and then they were, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of dedication. That's... I mean, that's about 40-odd hours of, uh, no, ah, 90-odd hours of stuff. Very odd. Well, but yes, but I have been um, more dedicated to less entertaining podcasts than this. Oh. So. Yeah, right. That's good. Um, That's actually just a bit of self-aggrandizement. I, I actually um, think I've, that should be our our new catchphrase. What's that? Yeah, like our new kind of, not catchphrase, but our heading is like, you have been more dedicated to less entertaining things. Give this a go. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, reality is, is that um, most people are more dedicated to less entertaining things, given the fact that uh, commercial television still exists. <laughs> oh, man. How does commercial television still exist? It does, yeah. No, but how? Oh, how? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, I mean, I know it's all reality shows, so it requires zero budget to put together. So that's one way it still exists. <sighs> I, I wonder if it's... I don't think it's zero budget as much as much, much less planning. Because like, to make a television show, it's like a, it's two years out, you know, as far as... You know, to make a, a to get a script written and then doctored, and then uh, location scouting and all that kind of stuff. But to do a reality show, it's just like, yeah, easy done. So, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's much less, and therefore it's much uh, less of an investment of time, and you can adjust on the fly. Like you can end up going, why don't we try one of these things? Oh, okay, cool. Well, and also when you consider that every Every locally produced um, reality show is based on someone else's formula from another country. Yeah. Like, there's not even any development costs that go into that. Sort no, of thing. no, I mean, no. Obviously, no. when I say they cost zero to make, I'm, I'm being deliberately, you know, flippant. But 
in comparison to what TV shows used to cost, why there is virtually no locally produced drama anymore. And there are there are certainly shows. In fact, a new one just started on one of the commercial channels, and I don't know what it's called. Hmm. There's stuff on the ABC still because they uh, they funded out of our tax dollars. Do they at eight cents a day? It must be more than eight cents a day. Yeah. Day. Well, they're going to get less now. Yeah. Oh fuck me! I know. <laughs> Anyway, that actually, although, I mean, I just sighed and looked um, crestfallen, but um, should the ABC be publicly funded? Uh, should any uh, art be publicly funded? Correct. Uh, I, uh, I don't, I see the arguments for both, but I err on the side of no. Oh, you're on that side because hmm. um, I uh, know what about a lot of government people who grants just live off grant newsos. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, and great because it's there, and it's that story of well, if it's if it wasn't there, what would they do? Would they still make their art? Well, I don't know. Um, there's an element of does an artist does an artist need to be resourceful or? In other ways, like, you know, for example, they're not giving out uh, snowboarding grants or jet skiing grants to people who like to do that in their spare time. Um, and the, maybe a lot of those people could become professional snowboarders or professional jet skiers if there were grants available for them to pursue that. But there's not. Sure. So. But is art not a more valid... Uh human social endeavour? Uh, well, maybe it is. But maybe there's an element of does should that be funded by government? For example, mm. for example, um, artists have always had uh, patrons. Yep. The idea that, you know, if someone who's got money gets Mozart to, you know, write a concerto for this event and someone else to do that event. But that, although often those things were the kings and the dukes and all that kind of stuff, but that wasn't government money. No, no. So No, absolutely. There's always been private patrons of the art. I mean, you, the arts, you, you go to, a, oh, God, anything. A, a show at the art centre and you have that, that step and repeat board of all the yeah. private sponsors yeah. as well as public yeah. sponsors. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's complex. It's not an easy answer or an easy question. But is 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 the commitment that we make to to government funding going to the arts because we think it's a worthwhile thing that people should be exposed to, like because it's better for the common good. Like literally, just for the for the well being of society, is that is that the the crux of the biscuit? Well, maybe it is, but once the government starts funding art, then somebody gets employed to make a decision of where that funding goes, and then the funding mm -hmm. gets decided upon by someone who isn't the public. So then you get you get grants and you get things going to people based on the agendas of the people who are making the decisions 
And there's yep. an element of that is is that representative of the public who consumes the art, or is it that? Sure. It's very. I mean, you've got to you've got to draw a line somewhere. You've got to decide it's it's either if it's going to get funded, someone has to do all that stuff. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, so opera, for example, is hugely subsidised. Yes. Um, because it's not a mainstream pursuit. It's not a mainstream, and the only way it still manages to profligate is by virtue of the fact that is it is funded because if it was to exist as a business entity, it couldn't possibly survive. Mm -hmm. So that's like, that's the, the, the dichotomy. That's the paradox of, well, if it can't fund itself, then why the fuck should it exist? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, maybe it would exist, but not in the way that it exists. So sure. I think opera would exist. I just don't think it would exist the way it does because I think it's kind of like a, a you know when I talk to young people about um, you know they want to be you know they want to go to one of these arts academies to to study you know performing arts or singing or music um, and what they want to do is do the course and become an actor or a dancer or a singer right but someone actually has to create well there's enough product that's been created in the past for them to have a career performing other people's stuff and never a new thing ever be created again. Yep. Um, and the question is, well, what's more important, the creation of the works for people to perform or to have the performers to perform it? And that's the other thing. It's like, so you will always have opera singers and you will you have opera. Does it need to exist at the state theatre an association with the ballet company that all gets funded. Does it have to exist like that? Because if it does, then it needs government subsidy. But yeah, um, maybe it just needs to exist with a you know at the local RSL. <clears throat> um, that's the those are the kind of questions I think worth kind of like asking about. It's like it just means like opera as we know it needs to be subsidised or. Um, experimental theatre needs to be subsidised. Or does it? Or can you just put on a show at, like, you know, that's the thing, like, no one's going, no one's looking at it, it's like, well, maybe we could do this, this, and this, and we could still put on a show. Or create a show. And have people come and we can... Well, I think away. independent theatre does that, surely. I mean, of, of anything, of anything that we've spoken about even just here today, independent theatre surely does that kind of thing. It's like, well because uh, how on earth do you get someone to come along and see a piece of theatre they've never seen before that, you know, might be three nude guys standing on stage for an hour? Yeah, well, that's true. It does. Um, and it's... A, it <laughs> As just one example <laughs> of what independent theatre might possibly represent. <laughs> uh and so, yeah, I guess if by the way, the reason I said the reason I said three nude guys and not two nude guys is so you weren't thinking I was trying to get us into something that we didn't need to possibly. And yeah, I mean, two ring circus is one thing, but two ring circus, the show, doesn't matter. Go on. Uh, well, it depends what you what you want to refer to as a ring. Uh, I mm. think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's got to be a budget for bleaching involved, certainly. Uh, was that? Is that what you charge? Is that they you sit people at the back and and you say you guys are sitting in the bleachers? <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, oh, crikey, the bleachers. Oh, don't sit there. Don't sit in the bleachers. Uh, yeah, it's, it's well, uh, it's, it's like giving a... It's funny, uh, actually, because bleachers in your, uh, in your usage, of course, has an R in it, which actually makes it a noun. Well, there you go. That becomes, like, <laughs> that's my job title. I'm a bleacher. <laughs> what are you for a job? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think it's a tricky one too. And you're talking about, um, the, you know, if we're on subsidy, uh, pension, dole payments, those kind of things. It's like, well, you got to look after people, but how much do you have to look after people? Um, you know, you got to subsidize a whole bunch of stuff. You got to, we've got roads, um, but how much do you fix them? <laughs> And do, yeah. we, do we get external people to come and help out? And if we do, well, how do they get paid for it? Uh, it's it's not an easy, uh, yeah, it's not easy. I, I don't know. I'll I tell you what isn't the answer, being all righteous and high and mighty about it. Um, got to be. That's weird because I think it's the answer to most things. It's the answer for a lot of people for most things, uh, but it, it, the reason why it's the answer for most people, or for a lot of people, not most, is that it's because they don't actually have to do the work to make the shit happen. Um, yeah. So you, it, it's amazing how idealistic you can be when you're not doing the job. Well, I mean, obviously that's that's long been the ludicrousness of Donald Trump trying to build the wall and get rid of the Mexicans and Puerto Ricans out of out of you know the US you know that that bit of America completely disregarding um, Mexico and South America and <laughs> all those other bits of America mm. all of a sudden the United States just becomes this tiny bit that's weird um, but you look at um, uh, California but Los Angeles even just as a, as a tiny microcosm of the United States in general Fucking nothing would get done in that place. Like the people who do the jobs, the actual jobs, the the cleaning, the gardening, that, you know, that's, fuck me, nothing could get done. I mean, I... Yeah. I mean, it's 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 that interesting question. It's like if we stopped letting, um, well, if we stopped giving uh, student visas to people from, from India, who would work at... KFC and the service stations at two o'clock in the morning, and yeah, well, the answer would be for those wages. Sorry, for those wages. Yeah, and the answer would be other people, or those businesses would close. Yeah, um, and and that's the thing about that kind of stuff. Some you know, um, there's you got to be careful of the unintended consequences of fixing a problem, uh, as well as the intended consequences, consequences and the things that you want, the things that you don't want. Is uh, people seem to think that they have the solution for things, and what that actually does is yes, it solves that problem, but it creates that yeah. one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't certainly. I don't have a solution I, I, to that sort of thing. I don't. I don't have a workforce at the ready to take over my local Seven Eleven if uh, if everyone was to be sent home all of a sudden. 
I'm not advocating for everyone to be sent home all of a sudden, by the way. <laughs> no, neither am I. Certainly not. Um, no, and I, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a, I say this often with most things I think about. That's interesting because I find most things like this interesting when you go, ah, oh, it's not, it's not just a matter of try turning it off on, on again and see if that fixes it. I mean, that fixes most things in 2019. It doesn't fix the complex questions in our societies. <laughs> no. No, humans aren't machines, Dom. Did you know that? We will be soon. How dare you? Uh, wait till we're all... Well, we kind of are at the moment, aren't we? I mean, this is... Uh, if that's not AI... <laughs> the extension of... Oh, we get all right. You've got the latest iPhone. Jesus. The, the extension of which <laughs> this attaches to the average human being and stays there all day and interrupts how they walk down the street. It's kind of like we're... We are. And I do it. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. Dude, how's, how funny is this when we do the podcast at Crown and I'm editing between sets and stuff and we go out to the food court and I walk around with a laptop and you guide me so I don't walk into people. <laughs> people must think I am some kind of, um, I don't know, government-funded um, special needs person. Uh, it's probably not quite as bad now that you don't have your external hard drive gaffer tape <laughs> to the fucking front of it. <laughs> Yeah. Dom, Oki strap, Italiano. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't gaffer or Oki, it was Velcro. Man, the amount of times in my life that Velcro has gotten me through a sticky situation. You're right, sorry. Sticky situation. Velcro. <laughs> Correct. No, that's uh you're absolutely right. I'm embarrassed. You, Dom, are living in the not too distant future, and I'm sorry I suggested otherwise. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I like Get to help. I like to manually fix problems with um Sticky objects, often. Yeah. Yeah, we just tape that down. Tape that down. <laughs> uh, and speaking of that, and then we will speak of it no more, um, as usual, you are going to do all the heavy lifting at, at the conclusion of this recording. I hope, I hope it works. I hope it works too. I'm but just... I've had a fun time talking to you at least. Yeah, it's been good. Um, it'll be one thing was for sure. I'm not sure, actually. Actually, not sure. Um, hopefully, what will happen is you'll send me this audio from your end, and I will be able to put it together, and it will look and sound good. Right. Wow. That's for sure. Did you start that hot little tirade with one thing's for sure? Well, one thing is for sure, <laughs> and so are a whole bunch of other things that aren't for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you know, for all the lamenting um, Australia's internet and all that sort of thing, um, I don't know what I'm on here. I'm on whatever the the internet is doing. Um, who, it's Optus. I guess it's. I, I'm in a I'm in an apartment block, so I guess it's um, satellite. Are you on the Wi-Fi? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm on 4G. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so whatever the lamentations are we have about how substandard our internet is compared to a lot of places in the world, um, the next time we do one of these, most likely, if we don't do one in the next two months, will be when I'm in Greece. And fucking God help us then. Oh, no, I meant... No, there'll be no problem. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, 
All right, so I was in, in Croatia five or six I don't, years I ago. I don't think... Have the Greeks still got enough money to rub two pieces of halloumi together? I don't think they do, do they? No, but I don't think that the Greeks run their telecommunication system either. I think, you know, Vodafone does. Um, so, yeah, I remember sitting on, I was sitting on a beach in Croatia watching Geelong versus North Melbourne, like, on my laptop uh, for one euro per gigabyte in 2013. Wow. Uh, without okay. any problems. Just like, I can't, back then, I was like, I can't do this at home. Because back then it was. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. It was 4G. It only just kind of started uh, in Australia. So. Yeah, right. I'd have, I'd have thought that there would have been, um, you know, maybe you talk about Scandinavian countries and they would just be fucking lightning fast and Germany and all that sort of thing. Uh, but I would have thought maybe other places in Europe might not have been quite so. Speedy and no, but that seamless. That, that's right. No, that time it was it was crazy easy. Uh, and that was before the last trip that I did. Uh, I actually just took my Vodafone plan, and instead of having the like a buying a new SIM card in every country like I did in twenty thirteen, I just flipped over to um, I flipped on the thing that said roaming, and it was roaming. And then wherever I went, I had four G internet. I was I cycled, yeah well that's cycled all that's through. what I did anytime I've been away yeah um, and it's I think so cheap yeah it is so cheap but this is when I say I was on a you know on a beach in Croatia I was also on an island in a beach so I was like there was nothing around there was we're in a, like a campsite miles away from anything it was it was phenomenal it was crazy yeah ah. and you still got a little taste of footy home right it's awesome. Um, and then I came home. And by the time I got home, they started losing. So, oh well. You still had pizza and beer, brother. Too straight. Too too straight. Too right. Too right and straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't eaten was much today. Word, I think was I should the word go. Was <laughs> in there somewhere as well? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, now I'm distracted. I'm confused that um, I'm confused about how I'm going to make this work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We'll learn. Oh. Be all good. Okay. Um, all right, let's let's say goodbye to everybody, and uh, we will see how this goes. Because what actually might happen is we go, no, nah, I can't make this work, and on Wednesday night I come and meet you at the airport. Okay, fingers <laughs> crossed it works. Oh, anyway, all right, good enjoy, to see you. You too, mate. Enjoy the rest of your time in Queenslander. Thank you, brother. Um, and uh, see you, kids. Bye. Slider biscuits. When did you start saying that? Or what episode? Well, I started saying it, it uh, when I was in high school because this girl uh, went to high school with Renee. She used to say it all the time. Yeah. Renee, yes. Renee Smith used to say it. Slider biscuits. Uh, I don't know when I started saying it in the podcast, but. Uh, and have you done it every episode since? I'd be interested to know. I think. I think. Yeah, maybe we got yeah, maybe to maybe got episode to fifty and I started saying it. Wow, I still went a fair few. Good for you. All right, All right, I'm off to Dracula's. Well, I'm off to beer on the way. All right, very good. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> All right, mate, see ya. <laughs> see you, brother. Okay, um, I stopped recording. Is it? Oh, maybe.
Nothing. I am Matt. It says Matt is recording the call.